Podcast with me, Phil, and me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be discussing the latest in the Destiny of the Doctor audio range. And this week, it's a Eighth Doctor story, or an and Eighth Doctor story, I should say. And this one is called Enemy Aliens. But first, the news. And well, to be honest, the news just been taken up with just Peter Capaldi, really, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, basically, the reaction to his casting um, overall, it's been positive, isn't it? Yeah, it's you. You think it, it's a difficult one for people to complain about, although if some have had a go, they have had a go. Yeah, there's been a little bit of a backlash amongst a certain sort of group of fans. Uh, but hey, I think that's what we discussed last week. They'll they'll yeah. move on, they'll move on to some other TV show. Yeah, that's it. There'll, there'll be a new generation of fans now. Um, that's what happens. I mean, it's happened before with Doctor Who. I don't know why. Everyone's acting so so surprised, really, when you know your doctor leaves. There's not really much left for you, is there? Well, it, it, or, or, it, you, or you adapt. It, it's just, exactly. You just, you just learn to adapt. You, you do. Or you, or you do or you don't. Some people don't. So that's just the way of things, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah. But it has got a little bit, a little bit silly, actually. I would say with some of some of the reactions to the people who don't like the fact that Peter Capaldi has been cast. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's yeah, it'll be a blow over. It will blow over. It's just it's just that um, that it's that usual maelstrom of, of I don't know I don't know what it is. What what, what I, I don't know how to describe it actually. When when these fans just get whipped up into a frenzy and it, it, it sort of I don't know. It is a bit. It does get a little bit out of hand because you know it's now got a bit silly and everyone's now fighting. Well, not fighting, but squabbling amongst themselves. I mean, come along, everybody, play nice. Yes, play nice. Come on. But in the press, anyway, they were sort of very, very pleased. I mean, Mark Lawson, sort of like I said, he's not only in demand as an actor, but he also writes and directs. Um, and he's given out a significant amount to fulfil the show's brutal shooting schedules, as he says here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's just it's a case, isn't it? You've got arguably the best British TV actor wants the job, you've got to give it to him, really. Yeah, that's it. Now, I know we said last week that, uh, you know, maybe there might be the Eccleston factor here, that he might just stick around for one series. Yeah. Um, well, somebody else put a, a good spin on this. It's the fact that, well, he's already done the Hollywood thing. Has he got anything left to prove? And yeah, that, I mean, I, it, it, and it is a question of, he is a fan, how much does he really want to do the job? Exactly, because Eccleston wasn't a fan, was he? To him, no. It was just another job. job. But, but Capaldi, he's loved Doctor Who since yeah. it began 50 years ago. So, you know, I think... I mean, that, that is going to be the question, is, is how much is this something that he's really wanted to do or not? I mean, it, it, even in that case, it may be that once he's done it, he's done it, sort of thing. So I yeah. suppose he could only it still could be a a year. Let's hope not. Let's hope not, indeed. Let's hope not. It's uh... now um, obviously with uh, with this we have because it was it was done in a TV special, the announcement wasn't it? Of course, there were stats involved to that as well. I can't believe we're actually doing stats. Stats, on a yes. TV special for um, an announcement. Of, yeah, well, yeah, I know. But this is this is the ridiculous thing. Um, Next week we'll be telling you how many people read press releases. <laughs> Two, <laughs> me and you, and that's it. Um, no, it's um, 
had been announced that the UK audience for this uh, Doctor Who Live The Next Doctor special was 6.2 million viewers, okay, with an additional 1.5 million fans around the world joining in. Yeah, 1.5 million of those wanted Celebrity Mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the overrunning programme they thought was on to finish, I don't know. Well, the, 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 I find this amazing. Um, even I mean, just taking the UK audience figure alone, that's actually more than most episodes get. Yeah, it's it's just that um, that 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 factor of sort of like you know sort of the, the amazement thing, isn't it? Just want to see who it is, and then yeah, they probably won't bother with Doctor Who again after that. It's just that thing. Oh, it's in the news. I might as well see what's happening. There's this. Oh, this, everyone's talking about this program, so we'll turn it on. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, but there's one thing that's actually quite pleased with. Part, apparently, um, there's a site called uh, Trender TV. Um, apparently, it was the this it was the most talked about TV show apart from sport, and it beat the likes of Justin Bieber, Never Say Never on MTV, and Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E. Oh well, big league now. Oh, indeed. <laughs> I, oh, Justin Bieber, you little. <laughs> Don't get that. You you know what, people? If you want to rail against someone, rail against Justin Bieber, or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Who are these people? <laughs> I'm glad to see that, that you know you actually spent some time on, on actually watching something about a proper TV show, not yeah. some spot little rich brats basically. But oh well, rant over. <laughs> right, okay. Now, um, one thing we did forget to mention, and it was announced on Doctor Who Live last week, uh, was the Doctor Who prom uh, that was. Uh, oh, crikey, how long ago was that now? That was all oh, 13th of July. Crikey, it's like yes. a lifetime away now, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, it will be on the television on Monday the 26th of August on BBC One. There's no time announced for it yet. Uh, but, of course, in the UK, that is the August Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah. I, I suspect it would be on sometime round about... I wouldn't be surprised if it was on sometime round about tea time. I would have thought so. Yeah. So that's, that's something to look forward to. I don't know if it's a truncated version of it. I would imagine it would be. Yeah. It was been truncated before. I seem to remember the last. <laughs> and which Bond movie it'd be following? <laughs> <laughs> Goldfinger. It's always Goldfinger. Um, yeah, now I seem to remember it was shown in truncated. The last one back in 2011. It was shown in truncated form to begin with. And I think BBC Three or BBC Four then broadcast it in its entirety not long afterwards. Yeah. So I don't know if they can do the same again with this one. It'd be good if they did. Well, yeah, considering like it's. The fiftieth and whatever, yeah. and if they are, they have killed it back for a particular reason, so why not show it in full? Really? Yeah, that's it. That's it. They've, got, they've had time to schedule it properly and whatever. So, well, precisely. It's not as if it's been some sort of. Uh, I mean, like you know, the, the the next Doctor, we you know Doctor Who live last week. That was uh, very much kept hush, and it was only they only sort of uh, started to put it together apparently three weeks before broadcast. Yeah. So it was quite a. In, in terms of television, it was quite a rushed, a rushed thing to, to throw together. Yeah, but I still don't understand why they did it like that. But hey, you know, it it, uh, it appeared to go it appeared <laughs> um, to go down well, didn't it? So why do they do it like that? We've just been talking about audience figures. We've been talking about it being the most talked about program. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly why they did it like that. Well, I think it would have been if they'd done it in the way they announced Matt Smith, because that yeah. got really high. That confidential special got really high viewing figures. It would have been the same. Yeah. No, but I think, as someone said, perhaps they just really wanted to test their simulcast yeah, stuff yeah. and all that out. So Yeah. 
I think I can't remember. It was on another podcast. I can't remember who said. Apparently, there was a little bit of a delay at the beginning, so it didn't go. I think it, overall, it was it was quite successful. The simulcast, which is a, a new, a brand new word, I think. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking space dropped out, didn't they, for a minute or so? Yeah. Which would be very interesting if that happens during the. Yeah, I know. Oh, crikey. Yeah, the 50th, because oh, yeah, I just missed the point where it made all, the bit that made everything sense afterwards <laughs> has just been delayed. Well, well I suspect that's good. At least, at least that won't be live, though, will it? That would be just up on by each TV company will have a tape themselves and be able to just press play at the same time. Well, I'm, I'm assuming so. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I really don't know how it works, but oh, well. Oh, well. We'll um, tape. <laughs> tape, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> Massive reel to reel. Oh no! I think you know, I've got it on several C sixties. <laughs> Audio only to start with. So, what do you expect them to do? Destroy them afterwards or wipe over them because they need to re- reuse the tape again? Well, I mean, well, this is what I was thinking. I mean, what better anniversary? Fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back and do it as we always did it. <laughs> we'll show it once and wipe it. <laughs> and put. <laughs> And put some EastEnders over the top of it. Because yeah. that's what the public wants for prosperity. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, anyway. Um, Let's just hope Blue Peter show a few clips so we can see it in the future. <laughs> is that B- Biddy Baxter? Is she still alive? Is she dead now? No, she's still alive. She's I think we alive. had this conversation before, didn't we? We did, actually. We did. And Martin pointed out to us that she she's is still, still alive. alive. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, thank Cheers, Martin. I forgot already. Oh, dear. <laughs> right, okay. Now, um,. Talking of other sort of musical spectaculars, or Doctor Who musical spectaculars, the uh, Doctor Who Symphonic Spectacular that was in Australia, uh, which we can't remember if it was this year or calendar last year. Uh, basically, it's going to return in 2014. Hmm. Uh, so it's something of interest to all our um, Australian listeners. Uh, now, you've got three spectaculars um, coming up. You've got the first one on the 31st of January at 7.30pm, and the next one on the 1st of February at 2pm, and that's done by the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, and that'll be shown at the uh, Plenary Hall Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. Okay, and then the next one is on the 8th of February, and that'll be uh, with the Queensland Symphony Orchestra, and that'll be held at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre. And tickets for that went on sale on the 6th of August. So there you are, so it looks like, I think it's all, it's pretty much like a Doctor Who prom really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be quite uh, quite nice to go along, especially after going to the prom. I I, I, I would urge any of you, or all of you actually, to uh, to go and see one of these shows if you can. So, um, so Australian listeners, there you go. Um, If anyone's on holiday in Australia at the time, there's something to look forward to. Yes. There we go. There we go. Right. Well, that's it for proper news. But now it's time. For Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Right, we've only got one bit of tat, and it doesn't actually exist yet. Right. This is going to be a hard sell, isn't it? <laughs> right, okay. Now, no sooner had Peter Capaldi been announced in the role of the 12th Doctor, uh, an American uh, company called Entertainment Earth, that apparently says they bring Hollywood home, um, announced a 12th Doctor... <laughs> eight when inch... Hollywood gets too drunk. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Too drunk to drive home. <laughs> Get called from picking him up from clubs everywhere over. <laughs> Last thing I got, Hollywood was in rehab, actually. Uh, now they announced, as soon as Capaldi was announced in the role of the 12th Doctor, there will be 
an 12th Doctor 8-inch action figure. Right. And there's no picture of it, obviously, because no one knows what the hell the costume's going to look like. But apparently, according to them, it's coming in May 2014. Are they going to release a little picture of the hand first? (laughs) With a wedding (laughs) ring on it. (laughs) There'll be a backlash. (laughs) Uh, Now, they're pricing this up already at... Now, this is an American site, so it's in dollars. uh, $21.99, which... According to the latest exchange rate, is a shade under fifteen pounds sterling. Yeah. So we can't really say much more about it because there is uh, nothing to look at. No, I just find it amazing that they, they announced it immediately. Not even character options got in that quick. Oh, it's, it's obviously it's just like quick get an announcement out. It was, wasn't it? So we, so we can say that we're doing it. That if anyone else then comes out and says <laughs> that is really peculiar. That is really peculiar. But. Uh, Oh dear, that is uh, that's amazing. Perhaps they've just had hundreds of emails in, in, in directly after the show saying, "Where can we get our figure?" Well, <laughs> well, I just said that I actually have a look at some other their Doctor Who related tat on this Entertainment Earth um, thing here, and um, they've got a few things coming up for Christmas. Actually, hmm. they've got a uh, a Doctor Who Christmas Tardis monitor mate bobblehead, which is basically like a little Tardis you stick on top of your of your PC monitor. And it's got like a holly wreath on the door, and it's got snow on the top, and some lights, sort of Christmas lights, around the top. Ah, very nice. Very uh, festive. Yes, that's coming in December 2013. You can buy that for $11.99. Um, and what else have we got here? We've got a Doctor Who Christmas Deluxe TARDIS journal. That is also, that's coming in November 2013. Basically, it's a notebook in the shape of a TARDIS. Right. With a few snowflakes on it. And that is, my God, that is $19.99. Ah. There you go. It's a 3D journal, apparently, until you rip the pages out. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's got... Um... <laughs> I'd say most books are t- do tend to be 3D, don't they? <laughs> well, indeed, they do. If, uh, if, they're, if they're 2D, they're just a flat piece of paper, aren't they? Well, it's got 320 sheets, in it, which includes a snowman watermark. Right. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um, as, as in, well, well, there was a little snowman standing on it, and then he melted in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> has wet the pages beneath. It's, it's a it's a little boy kneeling at the at the puddle, sort of like crying because his snowman friends just melted in front of his eyes. <laughs> Looking at the little mark on his pages, saying, "Where's my snowman friend?" How I laughed. Uh, Right, I'll paint you, um, according to that, I have to finish up with this, right? He said, um, open the doors to reveal the interior walls and lined white pages. Well, what else would you expect you open up a, a notebook, for Christ's sake? <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah, th- th- I thought the tat over here was bad. <laughs> yeah. Seems, <laughs> seems like the US have got the march on, on us on the tat fit, uh, features, I think. But right, okay. Well, yeah, once, once they get going on this, it's going <laughs> to... Oh God! So uh, yeah, I think I think I'll, I'll call it a day at home because only because tech corner there. I can't even say it properly. But so so overwhelmed was I <laughs> by the quality of that tat. Yes, that was amazing. Okay, then. Well, that was. Uh, I think that that that'll wrap that up. I think so. Uh, coming up very very shortly is our review of Enemy Aliens. So for another week, then that was the news. <laughs> Right then, everybody, it's time to discuss the latest in the Destiny of the Doctor audio range, and this time we're talking about Enemy Aliens. 
someone playing Rossini. Yes, that might be it, elaborated the doctor. Someone's always playing Rossini. He's a hugely popular component of the light orchestral repertoire. We need to check concert houses, nightclubs, jazz venues, anywhere someone might be playing Rossini. His eyes glinted. Let's make like blue-bottomed blue bottles, shall we? Helpless to resist, Charlie picked up her cavalry officer's heels and followed the doctor as he galloped off into the West End night. <gasps> oh! The next thing Charlie knew, pretty much, it was morning, in an unfamiliar flat on an unfamiliar couch. Well, where the devil... Oh, will you stop it with the Rossini? Sorry, did I wake you? Didn't realise I was doing it. Think about that tune. Once it's in your head... It's hard to get it out, I know. Well, it's your fault, miss. You were humming it in your sleep, best part of the night. Suppose I must have just picked it up, like I seem to have picked up... you. Excuse me? You've picked up no one, sir. Oh, Lord, I didn't mean... No, sorry. Don't you remember getting here from the music hall? Wherever here is, no. Just my little old bachelor flat in Portland Place. Look, that's a broadcasting house. And the little old bachelor is? Hilary Hammond. At your service. Right, whose turn is it to go first? I think it's mine, I think. We, we never plan this out, do we? No. Never plan this out. Okay. <laughs> we, we never listen back to any of this. No, we stuff. don't actually, no. So we know, we know where we are. <laughs> okay then, Paul, what do you think? Um, I think Hitchcock did it better. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I, this this really was the thirty nine steps, wasn't it? It was. It really was. Um, and I well, actually, I say Hitchcock, but we also had a bit of the Robert Powell version right at the end, didn't we? Yes, it was. It was the nineteen seventy eight version of the thirty nine yeah. steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just not sure why. In fact, I mean, that, that's actually the overriding feeling with this while I was listening to it is, why? Okay, okay. What, what, you know, I, mean, I know there's a sense of um, Doctor Who's done classical stories or films before, mm. uh, thinking probably the prisoner of Zender as the androids of Tara. Yeah. So it, it's not unusual. It's not out of the question that they've done it before. No, no. It's just... Yeah, it just seemed to be two two stories of which the Doctor Who story was very small, mm. tacked into a recreation of the Thirty Nine Steps. So, so did you like it or didn't like it or can't you sort of uh, in between? I I just perplexed was really I just oh, don't yeah, know, okay. I just don't know why they did it. I, the Eighth Doctor stories actually. I mean, particularly I know you haven't got a lot to go on in terms of. Uh, vi- visual stuff no, as in no. move, but it's quite a lot of big finish stuff and the ones that are set in history for mm. the Eighth Doctor have tended to be quite well written in terms of how the aliens are integrated, integrated into the story Okay, but this was just basically you had a little bit at the beginning and a little bit at the end and the tacked on and the rest was just a recreation of the 39 steps and I just it just nothing to me because I knew what the story was. Oh, okay, okay. I well, I got to be honest. I quite enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. To be honest, um, I, I, it was a, a good. I, 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 I hate using this word, but it was a romp. Basically, it was a Doctor Who romp. 
it just it just is very very fast paced. It travelled the length and breadth of the country. Um, yeah. The TARDIS was actually used at the end as well to get from one place to another, which I don't think we've actually had yet, have we? No. Although it was just used really to link the two two separate stories together. Well, well exactly. This was my this was my problem with it was the fact that the actual alien invasion was completely superfluous. It was, and and resolved stupidly quickly. Yeah. And actually resolved in just a very odd way. Well, in terms of why would they be that bothered, to be honest. Yeah, it, it was just... I just couldn't understand what... It seems to be... the whole. They were trying to sort of like... Um, sort of be clever with the whole thing with the William Tell thing. There, was, there were two aspects of the William Tell. You had the, the William Tell, the um, sort of the memory man... Sort yeah. of thing, and then you had the um, the William Tell overture, yes, which they sort of mistook for what the actual thing was, but then it was nothing because it's this whole story, and it's spoilers now, folks. Sorry, it's um, yeah. you've got Nazi spies in 1930s Britain, and then you this, this, this is also this spoilers for 39 steps, steps as well, yeah. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was so there was a whole sort of loads of different things there, wasn't there? Um, that they were trying to do, but I thought the whole thirty-nine—it got me going on thirty-nine steps now. The whole uh, William Tell overture thing—I uh, think they're just trying to be a little bit too clever with it. Well, and I... and, and, it, and it didn't need to be. If they just did a, a, a basic story on um, the Doctor defeating Nazi spies, yeah, I would have been quite happy with that. Yeah, I really would have been. I don't think yeah, it, 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 it didn't need the alien invasion. It would have been sort of the problem actually with the, this to this extent was it really did stick too rigidly to the 39 steps to me it would have been quite nice if it had been more playful and I just don't think it was I just think it really tried to tell that story retell that story the only bits really that actually bits that actually thought oh that's quite a a funny little twist on that was the uh, the fact that um, when Charlie's dressed as a um, sailor yeah there's obviously the suggestion that they should do the kiss scene in the carriage to avoid the detection. Yeah, the, uh, the detection. But the then obviously six, because because yeah. she's now dressed as a male sailor, would obviously have got straight arrested in 1935 for two men kissing in a carriage. Well, I th- I think yeah, there, there's still a, a certain element of uh, people who still latch onto the, the the gay agenda in Doctor Who. Yeah, um, and they, I think they probably would have been quite. Um, these people would have been quite upset at the fact. I think it's the first time Rent Boys have actually been mentioned in the, in the Doctor Who story, because you had like, the, the the three was it pretty gentlemen, yeah, waiting by the by the up against a, a wall, weren't they? Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I, I thought she thought it was quite funny to be honest. But yeah, no, I mean no, I don't mind that. But that, that was quite a, an interesting thing that you couldn't actually in following the story there because of the way they done it with um, Charlie. She she couldn't actually. They couldn't actually do the kiss scene because it would have actually have caused more, more attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, no, actually, talk about Charlie um, and India Fisher in particular. Um, it took me. No, I must. Have, I haven't heard any of her uh, big finish um, audio stuff yet, but yeah. she appears to be a very, very popular character um, in in Big Finish. But I found the narration to be very, very businesslike. It was it was like she was still narrating an episode of MasterChef. 
Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of feeling in in the narration at all. But when she actually started acting, it, I I enjoyed it. And but there, there is a question of of how do you you've got to differentiate between the two. So I suppose there's a feeling of that was the way of splitting it was to make it more. Yeah, it, it was serious. It was it was business like, almost to the point of of lifeless at points yeah. as well. And that did. And I must admit. Um, I said, you know, I quite enjoyed this. The first time I listened to it, I did actually fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, so I had to. That's uh, usually my trick. It is usually your trick. No, I did it this time. Um, I, I had to listen to the, 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 at least the last half an hour again. Yeah. Because I just fell asleep, and I don't know what what it was. It's not as if I was I was bored with it or anything. As I say, as I say, it was quite a good romp, but I just I don't know. I just couldn't stay awake. <laughs> but. I think that's well, you it, already knew the ending. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that—that that, I mean, as you say, that whole thing about um, because Charlie had already whistled or hummed the William Tell overture that that um, sort of uh, alien sentry and now sort of was following her around the country, thinking that that was her sort of commanding officer. Yeah. Uh, really? That was that. I thought that was a bit flimsy. That's what I said. The whole alien thing was really flimsy. Yeah, I mean, I actually really enjoyed the first. Up to the point where they actually get to the musical, I quite enjoyed that. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. It's just from the moment you they got into the musical and you realised, oh, this is where this is going. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I just think it was just a wasted opportunity with this. It's it's almost like it was the oh, this, these are just throwaway stories. Mm. So we can do something like this with it. Yeah, it's I, how I, I felt about it. Rather I than oh, like... this is something special for the fiftieth. Let's really do something. Do you know, Special. I've, I must admit, with most of these Destiny of the Doctor's uh, audio stories, I've, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of them have been very, very throwaway, rather than doing something special. Yeah. I, know, I know, you know, from the special point of view, they're trying to link them all together through the Eleventh Doctor. Yeah. With him leaving everybody or the previous Doctors a message, but that's it, really. That's as as special as it gets, really. I know, I know sort of the, the first. Um, the first Doctor's story was sort of, it was like a prequel yeah. to, an, to an unearthly child, but it, it didn't really add anything to the mythos of the Doctor. No. I mean, the point being, though, like them or not, they've at least tried to capture, with probably the uh, exception of the sixth Doctor one, which I still, uh, they've at least tried to capture the, the feeling of the series of those Doctors. Yeah. A serial involving those Doctors, even the ones we haven't liked. You you have you've been able to say oh well yeah but I could see where they was going the storyline is very much of what would have been that ilk yeah oh yeah 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 I mean you know from from that point of view it's fine it's just the fact the stories themselves haven't sort of really captured my imagination yeah whereas this one I just don't see really what it was I mean I've heard I mean I admittedly I haven't you know heard loads of the Oak Doctor audio stuff hmm. but what I've heard this didn't really feel like it was part of that no uh, no, no I, I, canon, if you like yeah so no, canon, i see what you mean i see what you mean well there, well, there was some good and it's, it's odd because it's it's uh written by alan barnes who basically was the first person did storm warning which was the first eighth doctor audio yeah um but, but so if anybody should be writing well i mean obviously the obvious person to be writing an eighth doctor story well i haven't listened to this particular one uh but he also wrote zagreus yeah, uh, with Gary Russell, and apparently that's a real mess of a story, and not, yeah. that's a multi-doctor story, and not particularly good. So maybe and he also co-wrote 
co-wrote Orbis, which I've heard. Um, and he wrote uh, Brotherhood of Daleks, Daleks, which I've actually just received in the post. Ah, so right, I'm, now, okay. I'm now thinking to myself, oh, now, am I so glad I bought that? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But this is, it, they, they, they tended to be slightly odd. They tend to be slightly weird stories. Well, just forget the one that you don't quite know what's going on. Whereas, which is what this one wasn't. You know, it was a very straightforward story, well, which makes you think, well, how much effort was really put into it? Well, I don't think it was supposed to be a straightforward story. I just don't think it was written very well. Because there were obviously two plot threads going along here, but the two of them didn't really interweave. No, they, they, they topped and tailed. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think that's that's the problem with this one. I still enjoyed it for what it was, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's not a... I say it's not as good as the Seventh Doctor one we, we had last month. No. Which I really did enjoy. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, okay, the, the, the special guest in this one, Michael Maloney, I actually thought was quite good. Yeah. Um, and I was actually quite worried when I read his name uh, attached to this one because I've seen him other stuff before and he does tend to overact. Yeah. Which I thought he was going to do in this. And he didn't, fortunately. He was actually quite a... Um, a well-played, smooth villain, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, but he, he was quite a a, a, a set-out character, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I'm not, you and, know, and you had a and very wordy character, so you could just do it without needing to put too much spin in, on it. The name, the enjoyment was in the words. Rather. It was, yeah. I mean, um, you know, Hillary Hammond, what a yes. fantastic name. That's the bit I did like, Hillary Hammond. Um, but right, the... <laughs> when, when right at the end he said impertinent hussy. Yeah. And I'm just I was going to Tony saying that. Sorry, <laughs> that's my head. I only imagine that probably been a bit Tony would have liked in this he, story. He, yeah, Tony does like some sort of Victorian admonishments, doesn't he? So... Yes. <laughs> um now I tell you what, the one thing I did have a uh, a bit of a problem was the ending. Mm. Because basically Charlie called up that alien to have a go at a sort of like Hillary who had a, who had a gun levelled yes. at her, uh, who then sort of went charging off the top of the building. The alien was dead, and Hillary and there's as you say here's the uh, the Robert Powell bit. He was clinging yeah. onto a clock face. Yeah, Robert Powell thirty nine steps. I should I should add there. Um, yeah. Are we to assume at the end he fell to his death? Because um. we'll give it a minute. Now let's give it two minutes, waiting for the hand to come down to knock him off. Yeah. Now it was left very very ambiguous. Yeah, I nothing purposefully. I mean, because obviously, where do you go with that? Either they rescue, I mean, and you, I suspect you're led to believe that they they'd rescue him, but just to make him sweat a bit, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that's a bit of a. It just I just thought it was a weird way to to end it. They don't because no, they, they was don't tying back. It was just trying to tie back to the thirty nine steps. It was, but Robert Pell got rescued. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I just thought it was a wrong ending for Doctor Who. You're never left in any doubt in that sort of situation. That you know the Doctor. I don't. I don't know if you're supposed to think you. You know the Doctor would never leave anyone to die, no matter who they were. Yeah. So I, suppose, I think you're supposed to assume that the Doctor did say, "Okay, well, you know, let, let's pull him up." Yeah. Uh, but just the way it was, sort of a minute. Now nah, give it two minutes. Yeah. You know, I, I thought, hmm, I wasn't entirely, I don't say comfortable with it, but it, I just thought it was a bit of an odd ending. I, I, I didn't mind that. I thought that was quite good on the fact that you realised why it was t- two minutes was more important than a minute. Yeah, <laughs> true. But, yeah, I, I, I saw, again, the uh, the Length Doctor, pretty much like the last story, he 
sort of set it up, didn't they? Yeah. But again, yeah, it just seemed to be very as a slightly there was an, even an odd vision reason as to why he'd need to contact him. Yeah. So not the last story, the one before. It was the sixth yeah. Doctor Doctor one, wasn't yeah. it? Where the Doctor Eleventh uh, Doctor sets him off on their quest, as it were. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just thought it, it was sort of very, you know, wham bam and in you go. But I think I think just to get the story going, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just then to play on the enemy aliens being what was called the the enemy in wartime. Yeah. And I, and I did like all sort of like the you know the play on words of the, the the secret key and hidden lock. Yeah. Um it wasn't what you thought it was and it wasn't no. what the doctor and Charlie thought it was. So yeah. it was um I'd like that I like the sort of the play on words or, or play on the meanings of words I should say. So I thought yeah. that that was uh yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, There's bits of it, but it just was. I just, I just really couldn't get past the fact that it was. I knew what this story was. Was yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It does have it a disadvantage if you re- if you know what they're what they're riffing on. Yeah. On, on that, even sort of right to the end, you go, ah, that's what they were. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. It, you're it right. Could, it could have been done more subtle. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But. Uh, Oh well, oh well. I think, um, as I say, as I say, I enjoyed it. I haven't really got much, as usual, much to say, apart from the fact, apart from what we just discussed. Really, it's um, it's with the ones we don't like, we can sort of get our teeth into. Yeah, um, well. <laughs> but, yeah, but you're sort of left a bit nonplussed rather than didn't like it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I almost really was find find it hard not just to switch off, oh, right, In, okay. mentally if not physically. Yeah. On the, on this, just because it just you just thought I don't really this is not not going to surprise me in any way, and it didn't. Oh, well, sort of. <laughs> this says nothing to me. <laughs> it did, it did, that, Turn that's... it off. I don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it did get a bit like that, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh well, so we're... I think it's the first time we've actually disagreed on one of these in a long time, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I still quite like the I still quite reasonably like the third Doctor one, which you absolutely hate. Yes, so. I do hate that one. Yeah, um, that's probably the only other one that's really brought, I think, this sort of, sort of difference. Difference in attitudes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. Oh well, okay. Well, I think we'll leave that there then, shall we? Yes, let's leave that there. <laughs> yes, please leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, folks. Right. Well, next week uh, we have got well the next sort of proper episode. It's going to be back to our series three retrospective. Yes. What was that scratching in the background, by the way? As me throwing away the disc, no. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Have you got a giant rat in a sewer down there? Is it, is it <laughs> scratching to get in? <laughs> um, yeah, so next week it's going to be a return to our Series 3 retrospective, and it's 42, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Christ. Oh, well, okay, yeah, 42 it is then. Um, do you think, um, just to sort of pay this homage, because it was a 42... Minute episode. It's real time, wasn't it? Yeah. Basically, do you think we could do a real time review? <laughs> do you think we could do like forty two minutes review? No, let's not bother, <laughs> eh? <laughs> let's not try. Let's not try. Why well, don't even bother thinking of that? What's wrong <laughs> with me, for God's sake? <laughs> Bloody mad. Okay, then, folks. So uh, that's kind of uh, next week. But I think during the week there's going to be another uh, another interview special coming out as well. So there's a little bit of uh, bonus content for this week. Okay then. Right. So until until we meet again, Paul. It's, <laughs> it's goodbye from me, Phil. <laughs> goodbye from me, Paul. 
Goodbye. Listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.